Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm fantastic. How about yourself? And I'm going to tell you what, if I was any better, I'd be you. Wow. That's really something. Yeah. Yeah, last game of the year today, huh? Last varsity game of the year tonight. Yep, didn't go, didn't go the way we wanted it to. But, uh, you know, that's kids played hard. Unfortunately, there's only one team where the very last game of the year goes the way they wanted it to go. That's right. We're 100% so, right. So everybody else, it, it just is what it is, man. It is what the, it is. The team we played is going to get beat next game. Uh, so. Even worse. <laughs> that's a bummer, too. All right, so we've got uh, we've got some NBA talk to get into today. Uh, to a couple huge trades uh, to change the entire landscape of the NBA. Uh, maybe two of the biggest trades from one team that has ever happened in the middle of a season ever. Yeah. Um, with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, we'll kind of go through those and, and what that was. The All Star NBA All Star Games coming. This is some of our biggest fans' favorite podcast, probably. Yeah. Yeah. The people that listen to this podcast love when we talk about the NBA. We and, get the uh, we get the comments constantly. Tell us how much you love the NBA down down in the bottom. I'm gonna tell you what, you know it's the dead of winter. I'm looking at myself on this camera up in front of us on the on, you know, we've got the camera hitting us and, and we've got a little screen that you know you can see yourself on and and I we're about as white pasty white as it gets. We need I need some sun. It was 70 degrees today. It was feeling good. It's going to snow on Friday because that's how we roll here in Cincinnati. Um, there's only one thing that can make this better right now. And it's Reese's. Reese's. So as we do every week, we are, uh, we're going to start off with the Reese's segment. We'll may have a little story or two to, to go along with the Reese's segment today, and then we'll get into the NBA and then go to the Mount Rushmore of University of Cincinnati basketball players, and I didn't watch the comedy segment. I apologize. So it might get cut just a little short today. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Chris, this week we're recording the day after Valentine's Day. Yes, Valentine's right. Day was on Tuesday, uh, the 14th, fit, fit, uh, 14th. 14th. We record on Wednesday, the 15th, and this will come out sometime after that, 16th. Um, what'd you get for your wife? Anything you can say on the podcast? <laughs> um, you know, I didn't really get anything specific for the wife this year. You I know? should ask, do you sell a lot of people? A lot of couples don't even celebrate. Valentine's I mean, Day. it's I don't know that we have a yes, we do or no, we don't. I feel like sometimes we say we don't, but then we do. I don't know. Uh, I've been trying to be a better been trying to be a little more spontaneous. And I just have like flowers and stuff delivered to the house randomly every couple weeks now. That's awesome. Yeah. Instead of just waiting for certain days. So uh, last week before Valentine's Day, I had a little, uh, what do you call that? Uh, it's a, uh, what's the plant that grows in marijuana? Asia. Oh, uh, bamboo. bamboo. It's bamboo. And they like shape it somehow into a heart. And then it's got an orchid that comes up out of it. And, you know, a little fancy little plant thing. So I just got that last week, which looks Valentine's-y. So we'll yeah. say I was an, I had an early Valentine's. I'm, I like to call it Valentine's now. <laughs> my son, my son calls it Valentine's. So I'm calling and I laugh at him. He does it on purpose. It's not because he doesn't know how to say it. It's because sure. he does it on purpose. It's so, because it's time for Valentine's. 
So I'm getting to Valentine's Day because we're all about balance. So that's what I got. What did you get? Let's let's get the Reese's out, and then I want to know what you got your girl. Well, okay. So for Valentine's Day, we are having the oh peanut boy. butter rose. Oh, boy. The Reese's peanut butter rose. This is a big son of a gun right here, buddy. Sure is. Tell you what. It sure is. And uh, so we're going we're gonna to have the rose. And I – what did I get? I uh, – I, I'm not a fan of the holiday, Valentine's Day, to be honest with you. But, yeah. you know, when you're when you're dating somebody, you're in a relationship or whatever, sometimes you got to – well, Siri thought I was talking to her. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, Siri. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to do it because if the other person's into it, yep. man, you know, you, you got to go. do it. So, uh, but anyway, I just got her a bag of candy and some gift cards and that kind of deal. And, and then sent flowers on the day. Not a boy. Good work. Yeah, Good work. It. Nicely done. This Valentine's Day rose is um, wrapped as well as any Reese's has ever been wrapped. I mean, I feel like pretty I, I feel impressive. Like I need to keep this. I know it's pretty impressive. Um, this is going to be something here. Um, I already feel the chocolate fingers coming on. Don't look at the bottom of it. You'll I, change your mind. I already did. It looks like worms have been infested into this thing all right so adam as you take your first bite one of my very favorite things about the podcast is to turn around look at you mid-bite and say first impressions this reminds me of what is the we had something there's a certain type of chocolate here Mm -hmm. what was the other thing that was this kind of yeah you know i i know you know what i'm talking about i can't think of what it was but it was uh oh man, it was the half pound, the half pounder that we had. Was it? Yeah, you know what? There's a similarity that I was thinking of another one too that I think was kind of like that as well. But you know, the thing we always get excited about is the things that have a lot of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. This has a lot of peanut butter in it. it does have the thicker chocolate mm-hmm. as well. But uh, man, when you get especially in the middle, and that's you- that's the big thing about these. When you get into these bigger, large. Reese's guys, the edges are just too much of the hard chocolate. Mm-hmm. They don't have a really good consistency of thickness with it. But then when you get to that middle bite, if you can get rid of the edges and just get to that middle, mm. my God, me God. Mm. So tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here I am in the middle. So I got to take big bites to get through this quick. What are you thinking on this? It's just, a del- it's just a delicious thing. It's a delight. Mm, delight. Um, I was close. Mm-hmm. But it's also delicious. Um, I'm just going right to the score, and it's going to be uh, 9-5. Yeah, I'm 9-6. I'm, I'm putting this same with uh, last week's. I think this is 9-6. It's a good – it's delicious. I mean, it's no 9-8, 9-9. We've had a couple of those. But it's right there with the good ones. Absolutely. Uh, delicious. I, I love it. It's Reese's. It's peanut butter. It's chocolate. It's as good as it gets. Um, I never thought I would say this, but there are there's still a whole lot of Reese's that we haven't had. A lot. I have three in my closet. I still have waiting to be get got into. And I know you've got one or two at least yep. at your house. 
Mm-hmm. And then we haven't even got to the Easter stuff yet. And That's Easter right. stuff is coming out now. There's a marshmallow. So it's the, the top half of the peanut butter cup is not chocolate. It's marshmallow flavor. Wow. I don't think I've seen that. I'm going to have to grab it next time. I'm not excited about it. I'm not going to lie to you. Me either. But got to do it. You know what I mean? I know it's there. It's like that peanut brittle one we had that was disgusting. <laughs> you just got to do it. So, Adam, uh, we talked a little bit before the podcast. Before we get into the NBA, you know, I feel like there's so many people that watch this podcast that just aren't NBA fans. Mm-hmm. So let's give them a little something fun to play with. Um, do you want to go with – do you want to go to your – to the DoorDash story, or do you want to go to uh, best thing you've ever got or given for Valentine's Day? Why don't we keep it Valentine's related and go, yeah, go that way. All right. Best, best thing you've ever, you, either way, you don't have to say which you don't have, uh, you know, you don't have to give it both but best given or, or received for Valentine's Day. I, I mean, asking a guy with the worst memory in the universe that question is tough, but I didn't ask myself. I asked you. Okay. <laughs> One of the top two worst uh, memories. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in there. But I'll tell you what I did get this year. That was pretty cool. A Barney Fife t-shirt. No, that is awesome. I got some. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I got some Reese's. I got some Reese's eggs. <laughs> I got a Barney Fife t-shirt that says nip it in the bud. I'm st- I'm going to tell you right now, the Barney, that's you. That is that's so awesome. you. I don't know. Like if somebody were to be more in tune with who you are, that is the present I would get you. It was great. I loved it. That's so good. Mm-hmm. So one time. Best best present I ever gave me and my wife were were dating had been dating maybe for a couple of years. I don't think we were engaged. Maybe we we're engaged. We we're probably engaged. So for Valentine's Day, old daddy over here found a coupon for Gatlinburg, where you get like you get a little cheat. It's a it's a little discount uh, deal where you get to go to. I want to say it was Applebee's, and you got like a two for one deal at Applebee's. For in Gatlinburg, in Gatlinburg, for a little cheaper, and you got a room that had a jacuzzi in it, like there. And the jacuzzi was not in like a a, a bathroom; it was like part of the living room, and it was like the Gatlinburg Valentine's Day special. There is nothing more Midwest, <laughs> more Midwest, the most hillbilly thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> you know what though hey let's get us yeah. a hot tub right in the middle of the living room <laughs> right after applebee's right after applebee's too uh a little two-for-one steak you know that's <laughs> whatever applebee's serves i haven't been to applebee's in a while yeah um apples i assume uh pr- probably honey because mm-hmm. of bees uh-huh um but you know what you took your lady on a little trip mm-hmm. that's You're what right. counts that's what counts. That's a sweetheart Save of a some deal. money, baby. There, yeah, good thing you found that Applebee's coupon. It was literally a piece of paper. I had to, I had to call and do the reservation, but to get the deal, I had to show up with that coupon. <laughs> Is that the last paper coupon? It was like twenty years ago, man. I've been married for, I've been married forever. 
yeah, 15 yeah. years, probably 15 years ago. That's true. You were a young man then, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a big deal for, yeah. for a fella in his 20s. Sure. I, I didn't have, you know, a, a very high-paying job to where I could afford, you know, a night or two in the in the Berg. Yeah. But you found that coupon. Out in Gaddy, and I was like, ooh, dinner and a show? Let's go. <laughs> Good for you. Mm-hmm. That's a nice. Yep. That's a nice story. So that's the best thing I've ever got. Right. I've ever done. <laughs> My favorite thing, maybe. So on Monday, I'm working from home. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. I'm gonna get myself a little Valentine's treat for lunch. Oh boy! So I ordered. Uh, I ordered Chipotle from DoorDash. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Got my regular. It, it keeps track of what you ordered before, so I just click on click yeah, nice the one button. Yep. Like probably the m- least healthy options you can possibly get from Chipotle. Um, you know, I get so I on my account, it says leave, uh, leave order on table on porch. Okay, so I have this little table. I've probably said this before on here. This little table inside, right on the right on the inside of my front door okay mm-hmm. when i get the message that the dasher the door dasher is has picked up the order and is on his way his or her way i set the little table right outside my front door okay pervert keeps it off the ground mm-hmm. they can put it on the table right there right next to the door so they don't because once because a couple times people will put the the food right in front of the door mm. So you have to knock the food over. It's my absolute favorite. It's happened to me three times. My door's up a little bit, you know, from there. So you got like three, four inches. So depending on what kind of food you got, it may not be a big deal. But the second, like, so I like to, I love a fountain drink. Mm. So if I get a DoorDash or something, I get a fountain drink too. You know what I mean? And they put that right there and I stare at it. I got to go down out through the garage, walk around the house to go get my food. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I leave good tips on DoorDash more than Me what too. they deserve. Yep. Absolutely. So speaking of that, I order my Chipotle for lunch. I sit the table out there, says the fellow's on his way. It takes a couple extra minutes from where, what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, they must have, because they do sometimes do extra, do an extra trip or whatever, mm-hmm. consolidate trips. So says... It's here. It's delivered. I open the door. What I got was a double cheeseburger, <laughs> French fries, and a chocolate shake <laughs> from Burger King. Hold on now. Though. Hold on now. Hold on now. Uh, you know, so here's the deal. You got the wrong meal from Burger King. I'm going to tell you that right now. If if that if it's a double cheeseburger, french fries, and a shake from McDonald's, I'm like, oh, the french fries. Like, that's the best french fries you can get. Mm-hmm. Double cheeseburger. Double cheeseburger is delicious. Especially with mac sauce. But Burger King? Nah, man. That's not the, that's not the way to go. I'm not a Burger King Who's fan at all. That? I never, ever, ever eat Burger King. I like their original chicken sandwich. Okay. It's the long, the long skinny one. All right. It's like fake chicken. I was going to say, just like just like the chicken is shaped <laughs> yeah, in real life, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. So yeah, and and you know, you you think if you know me, you think, well, you got a chocolate shake out of it at least, hundred <laughs> percent. Here's the thing: 
their shakes are in you know big plastic i might have been a large i mean this lady it was a lady that ordered this meal <laughs> i don't she, know what she looked like she wanted a shake <laughs> she got a double cheeseburger fries and a shake that's a that's an adam schmidt order yeah right? that's not a lady order. yep um whatever that means so the shake <clears throat> it's in the container has the lid on it and it's like one of those kind of dome lids mm-hmm. but the whole top of it is wide open Oh, no whipped cream, not would, filled all the way up? No, and I mean the top of the the, the cap. Oh, is, oh, 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 I got just, you. It's, I mean, it's a circle this bit. It just like yeah. goes up, and then it's a circle, and it's just yeah. so you can stick a spoon in there without okay. taking the thing off. Well, I would never order something like that on DoorDash. It's just an open food. Oh, geez. And See, somebody else is bringing now it. Now you can't even eat the delicious chocolate shake that just came to you. I, I don't like Burger King, and I'm not going to eat this shake that was just out in the open air in somebody's car that probably had cigarettes and dogs in it, you know? So, <laughs> sure. So, okay. I have to assume. I have no choice but to assume. So, uh, anyway, I, I'm in my refrigerator right now. <laughs> I have a double cheeseburger and French fries from two days from ago. Tuesday, throw it away. I'm going to I, tonight's garbage night. I'm taking gotcha. it outside to throw it away. So I, here's my question for you: yeah. Did you go on DoorDash and let them know that the order was screwed up? I did. I got myself a refund. There you go. Yeah, I was gonna say that DoorDash is really good about that. Everything, everything I've ever had, I've had some mistakes mm-hmm. on DoorDash. Things didn't show up. This, that, the other. Never had an issue with them. They just like, all right. Here you go. Next time you order something. I mean, it's definitely next time you order something. It's not, all right, we're going to give you your money back to your card. No, it's a DoorDash credit. And that bit me in the bud one time where I had I had a DoorDash credit and then I bought stuff for somebody else and I had forgotten it just automatically took the DoorDash credit off. And I was like, oh. Mm. <sighs> yeah, son of a gun. <laughs> well, anyway, so so then I ordered a smoothie instead from somewhere else we didn't even go back to the chipotle try no, again no no try again no just went with something a little bit quicker and you know what i would with a healthier option do you actually. know what i would have did what's that i mean come on do you know what i would have did you would have uh tracked down the delivery person i would have ate that cheeseburger you would have <laughs> ate them fries and i'd have ate that chocolate shake oh, and, then, and then reorder the chipotle <laughs> and then i would have reordered the right <laughs> i mean i'd have told them they got my order wrong because i wouldn't expect them to eat this and then i said hey i'd be happy to leave this outside for somebody to come pick it up and if they said nah just throw it away i'm not letting good food go to waste so i thought about that i thought you know i'm gonna let that sit out there for a minute minute or two and just, and just see, see if, if i hear oh, back crap, this dude realized he gave the wrong thing to the wrong person yeah so i didn't and i'm like you know what if I leave it out there for 10 minutes, so the squirrels are going to be in it. Man. So you, yeah. So, so I can only imagine worst case scenario. What goes, always worst case scenario. What goes through your head on a daily basis? Worst case scenario. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I'm like, well, I, I can't just leave the food sitting out there. Bring it in. I sit it down and I order my whatever kind of smoothie I got. And that was it. So you got a healthier meal out of it, it sounds like. Good for you. I did. It's a, it's a call from, from above. Adam, it's time to get healthy. Let's make it happen. Yeah. You, you can only wear joggers for so long in your 40s <laughs> and without being in shape. 
I just turned down and looked at the uh, – there's something about sweatpants for me that have elastic on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I can't roll with that. Yeah. I like them better now. I never really – I don't think I did before, but I don't know I, I until I owned a pair. These are a little shorter than they – and when I tried them on – But it's nice when you got the NBA socks to go with them, though. Yeah. Well, these are these are actually – Oh, those are red socks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that was, that was my DoorDash story. I love that. That was it. I would have ate that food. Yeah. I, I'm just, I don't like Burger King very much. Yeah. When was the last time you had a Burger King burger, though? Decades, probably. Yeah. So you don't know. Maybe it's better now. Well, well, <laughs> probably right. Or is it probably worse? Eh, I mean, <laughs> probably right. You're going to pay more for it and it's not nearly as good. <laughs> probably right. All right, Adam. We have, uh, we've, we've turned a corner on the podcast from uh uh into into the nba Mm -hmm. so kyrie irving uh last week 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 and a half ago um told the the brooklyn nets that he wanted a trade Mm -hmm. uh tough commodity to get rid of with his contract and stuff uh however immediately a couple teams come out and it's the Mavericks and the in the Lakers that come out as all right. These are the two options that we think there are out there. Uh, and he ends up going to the to the Mavericks, and it comes out that Brooklyn said there is no way they would have traded him to LA. Basically said not happening, no way. Sorry about your luck because that's exactly where he wanted to go. Because that's where he wanted to go exactly. So to spite him. They traded him to the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. Do you know what they got for him? I don't even know all the details. Do you know the de- Should I get the details? I, I don't remember them off the top of my head. My question is, what is worth Kyrie Irving to come to your team? Uh, they gave up 78 draft picks, I'm sure. And-, and, he's, and Kyrie in the last, what, three years has played not even a full season of basketball? Mm-hmm. Yep. So what are you getting with Kyrie Irving? When he's healthy? When he's vaccinated and when he's he's not vaccinated, when he's healthy and when his head's on straight, I don't know how else to say it. You get one of the best players in the world. Are the Mavericks just hoping that the change of scenery and going to the Mavericks to play with Luca and maybe he can be happy? Maybe they can get half a season out of him? I think so. I think they're. You give all that up for half a season? All year long, I, I, I think he's still under contract. I think maybe not after the season. I mean, okay. but either way, honestly, at this point with him, it's we're going to have him until he's done playing here, meaning it might be the end of the season, it might be the middle of next season, it might be when his contract expires, whenever that is. But he's going to decide whether he wants to play or not, and he's going to have some way to not play when he doesn't want to. Yeah, it, it, just like all the time. So they got so so Brooklyn got Spencer Dimwitty, a, mm-hmm. a a good a good player, Dorian Finley Smith, an okay player, mm-hmm. a 2027 second round pick, 2029 first round pick unprotected, and a 2029 second round pick. It's quite a ways in the future. Yeah. Uh, and then Dallas got Kyrie and Markeith Morris. Yeah. Um, you know, 
who got the better end of the deal in this? Well, when Kyrie is his best self, for sure Dallas did. And it's going to be interesting to see how he and Luca, because Luca hasn't had that other guy yet. He's been the superstar there. He's been the only superstar there. And he, it's going to be interesting to see how he does. Now, I think the first game they played together the other night, I think Luca ended up taking a would be game winning shot and missed it. And then after the game, he said, I should have passed it back to Kyrie. And so I don't know. I mean, at first, it's going to work out probably fine. Is that Luca? Is that right Luca trying? Yeah, is that Luca trying to be the better guy here and know who he's with? And and what was Kyrie's answer? Did they interview Kyrie after that? Because I hope Kyrie would be the first one. I would be the first one to go. Are you kidding me? Whichever one of us take it is the best shot. I'm sure he did. Yeah, I, I don't expect is is nuts as some of the stuff that he says is. I expect him to say the right thing in that case. Uh, especially early on. Now, if they play 10 games and they lose eight of them, who knows what it's going to be like then? Yeah. Um, and, and for the rest of the year. I mean, they were talking about seeing... – I mean, he dropped, he dropped like 87 points or something in his first two games. Yeah. Back-to-back 40-point games in his first two games. Yeah. So – Without Luca, of course. It's going to – right, yeah. So – and that's going to change when Luca's there, of course. But – it's going to be really interesting to see if they get to play enough together and see that team without Dorian Finney-Smith and without uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. And it's because it, those two guys played good minutes there too um, in Dallas. So it's going to be interesting to see the rest of those guys the rest of the year. I, before this trade, which Dallas surprised me, I kept hearing the Lakers and I think I heard Somebody else has a possibility. So but. I heard Dallas. I heard I heard the Mavericks and I heard the Lakers. You heard somebody else? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I don't even think I heard Dallas until it happened. Really? I yeah, feel like I Woj or one of those guys on ESPN were talking about Dallas as a possible place for him to go when yeah. he first did it. Maybe I just maybe I just missed that part. But either way, it's going to be interesting to see that. It's obviously Brooklyn's and uh, going to be in probably in disarray. <laughs> the rest of this year for sure but which is really weird because two a year ago two years ago they had kevin durant kyrie irving and james harden yeah. and steve nash as their new coach yeah now none of those guys are here are there i mean it blew up in their face it did they took two we out. talked about this though think about this yeah. when this all went down we talked on this podcast about the egos that were on that team. There's a lot of egos in the NBA. you got to have a certain kind of ego to be a certain kind of player. But you hear about big threes or big twos that play together all the time. But you're talking about one dude who has not had his head on straight since he's gotten the league. Well, maybe after third or fourth year, at least you heard him talking and and then no doesn't get vaccinated, which if that you don't get vaccinated, that's your choice. But when you know for a fact you can't help your team, and you have a chance. You've got a very small window with these three guys to to do something and 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 you know stand your ground. I guess do what you do. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm fine with that actually. Stand your ground, but but then to be seen out and about at like big parties, unmasked, yeah. like there's there's all kinds of different stuff. Or say that you or or you're injured or you're this that the other, and then they see you doing things that like there's there's always a little back and forth with it. Then you got Kevin Durant who 
is Kevin Durant is, you know, one of the greatest of all time, but at the same time is a head case when it comes to media and not necessarily media, but fans and Twitter, the fake Twitter account and all the things like that. And, and the, uh, how he is. And then James Harden, who has asked to leave three places before he got to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've taken three huge head cases and put them together. We talked about it. It is bound to blow up. We, what was one was going to be the first one to blow up, I think, was the topic that we used. Yeah. And it was James Harden. Then mm-hmm. it was Kyrie Irving. And very quickly after it was Kevin Durant, um, which I, I, from what I understand, right after, maybe even right before, right before, right after Kyrie got traded, from what I understand, Kevin Durant went to him and said, all right, all right, you got to trade me now. Yep, I'm out. Like, yeah, I'm not going to sit here with Ben Simmons and hope that someday he remembers how to be, uh, uh, remembers how to play basketball. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. Ben Simmons is playing like 11 minutes a game Yeah, before this, before this went down. He's a great defender. He's a great passer. We know he can't shoot, but he wasn't even doing those things well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So then let's let's so, shift gears to Kevin Durant. Okay. Durant, what, four days later? I think it was. Yeah. Maybe not even that long. A day or two, yeah. I thought. Yeah. He so the trade deadline. He goes, uh, he's traded to the Suns uh, for a package that includes Mikhail, Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail, Michael, Mikhail. How do they say that? Mikhail. Mikhail Cam Johnson and Jay Crowder in four unprotected future first round picks four first round picks 2023 2025 2027 and 2029 and a 2028 pick swap which means they will get they're also going to get they're 2023 25 27 and 28 and 29 you weren't allowed to trade uh, first-round picks in back-to-back years. I remember a few years ago when they when they did that. So that's insane. 23, 25, 27, and 29 first-round picks. And if they're not getting any better, what, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six years into this whole mess, and Brooklyn is still just being Brooklyn, then they're going to get maybe even a better pick than what they have there now. So looking at the teams, how different they are after these trades, Phoenix going to Phoenix was an even bigger surprise to me than Kyrie going to Dallas. That, that surprise. Yeah. I'm with you on that. That was a surprise. And it's, I'll be honest. It's like, it's potentially as big as him going to golden state to me. It, uh, yeah. A thousand percent. You are going to a team. That has been in the that was in the finals two years ago, was in the conference finals last year. That is not that hasn't gotten any worse, except for the fact that CP3 is a little older. But CP3 hasn't been the old CP3 in six years. He's still the greatest, one of the best facilitators on the floor at any given moment in time. But he's not the old, he's not scoring the way he used to score. Sure. Devin Booker is insane and can you imagine this now the thing about kevin durant is he doesn't demand the ball Kyrie irving demanded the ball kevin durant doesn't demand the ball on every play he he moved he he 
he's very good in 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 high pick and rolls and and rebounds. And when he needs to take over, he'll t- he can take over and he's going to get it. But it's not like the ball doesn't have to be in his hands to start. Right. Like he'll come off a screen or he'll set a screen and pick a, a, a pick and pop kind of a thing. Does a lot of that. He does a lot of post ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, but he doesn't start with the ball. He doesn't demand the ball in his hands from the beginning. LeBron James brings the ball up the court. He's got the ball in his hands 70% of the offensive possession. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, same way. Uh, James Harden, same way. You know, in their primes. We're starting to lose some of these guys' primes at this point, too. Um, I think I think the Suns got the out of all four teams. I think the Suns got the best deal. Yeah, I I think he makes them because they didn't look the same as they did the last couple of years yeah. this year so far. But I think he comes and he's hurt right now. But when he comes back, Kevin Durant, I mean, and they have everybody healthy with Booker and Paul and Durant and DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, um, even though he's been unhappy there for the last couple of years, but he's still a really good player. They are going to be, I think that definitely makes them a championship contending team. again. As long as they figure out, you know, they hopefully they can spread the floor with Monty Williams, super smart guy. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm sure they'll probably spread the floor and have Durant and Booker on opposite sides of the floor and, or, or get them into some, they can, they can run pick and roll actions with those guys if they want to, I guess. Uh, but Chris Paul will probably do a lot of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I think if this, they can if they can swing the ball and reverse the ball, they could be as dangerous as anybody in the league. I mean, yeah. when you have those two guys on your wings and Chris Paul in the center that can swing it and that, that's going to move the ball and pass with precision precision as well as anybody. I mean, they're going to be able to reverse the ball and get open looks as well as anyone has ever been able to do it. Yes. Yep. Um it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be exciting to see them play, excuse me, play together. Um, and you know what? I don't, I, Brooklyn, they're not going to contend for a championship anytime soon, but the guys that they got, the five guys or whatever, not bad. Mikhail Bridges is one of the better defenders in the league. Sure. But, but Cam Johnson's a, a really nice player too. Jay Crowder, I think is already, I think they've already, um, Release them. Yeah, I think they bought them out or whatever. But still, that's it's such a. Uh, I think he's going to the Bucks. You can say like you can have a lot of good players. Right? I mean, give me a bunch of good players, but that doesn't get you anywhere. Well, but but I'm thinking of it like, this is who's their scorer right now? It, now it's like Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> yeah. So if I said all right, uh, like you think of a team like like Miami, and it's like all right, well, they, but they've got Jimmy Butler. Like that's a great defensive team. They're made up of a lot of good players, but they they got Jimmy Butler. There's a reason. Like they need to score, they go to Jimmy Butler. Like name a team that's been in the playoffs that has had not that that where where when they have to go to somebody, it's Spencer Dimwitty. I mean, I'm not trying to say yeah. that he's not a good player. I'm just saying they're not they're not going anywhere anytime soon. No, but they're I, I think they can be a. Similar, similar to like what the Pacers are a lot of times. They're a at, by the end of the year, the record's not going to be awesome. They're not going to be, you know, they're they're not going to be so they'll in, play hard in contention for the East or anything like that. Play hard and get knocked out in the first round. 
but they'll have they'll beat teams sometimes that they're not supposed to beat, and they'll be a really tough defense. Like it'll, it'll be a tough team to play against every night. Sure. And but because they don't have the star, because they don't have the guy to go to to give you thirty or whatever whenever you need it, that's probably what keeps them from going over that hump. But I think there's potential that Brooklyn could be, and they were kind of like that like four or five years ago. Uh, yeah, maybe like the se- the couple seasons in between after like Garnett and Pierce and those guys left and before they got Kyrie and, and all those guys, there was a little time there where Spencer Dinwiddie was like getting like 26 a game and they had like two, they had a couple other, uh, Karis LeVert was there and they were, he was really good. Um, they had like, they were an exciting team to watch and they weren't just the, like a team you could walk over. They weren't a championship contending team, but they were just kind of a fun team and they could score and they could defend and that kind of thing. A basketball team, right? The way some of us old heads like it. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, I, I don't hate what, what Brooklyn got out of that. And you know what? They keep that, those guys that they brought in and they add, and it's Brooklyn. They're going to, they're going to be able to grab another big time free agent or something. After all this that went down, is there is there a big time free agent that's going? All right, that's the ownership. That's the G, that's where I want to be. Yeah, but because I don't know that it was. I mean, they had the thing with maybe they don't like that. Uh, you know, most people were like, "Well, yeah, Steve Nash was not a good coach." Fine, and that was part of a big part of the lack of success that they had. But also, you brought in the the like three guys that were definitely going to be difficult to keep happy and they're not going to be in they I, I don't know how many games it was like 10 games that they all three played together yeah, or something like that it wasn't much that's so for sure. it's not necessarily I don't think because of the ownership or the GM or whatever you might not like some of the stuff they've done but I mean they cleaned house when they kind of needed to and they got a nice return a decent return for some of these players now they don't have any picks left, but or no, sorry, no, they have they got picks. a ton of picks. I'm sorry, they're going to be <laughs> they're going to be drafting players. They're going to be drafting twice as many players as everybody else. And if I'm a big time free agent, I see the draft picks they have. I see the the prop. They probably got a lot better defensively now, and I'm like, you know what? I can bring my 28 a game here. Maybe grab another guy that that averages 20 something. Now we got a really nice team here. Yeah. You know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I think they stay bad for a long time. Okay. All right. I, I mean, when was the last time the Nets were good? When they were in the finals with Jason Kidd and Kenyon Martin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Richard 25 years ago. Gary Kittles. They were, they were in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> they were. Uh, you know where the NBA is going to be this weekend? Uh, I don't know exactly where, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be the all-star weekend. That's right. In Beautiful Utah, Ooh. Salt Lake City. Old Salt Lake City. I mean, I'm sure these guys are so excited. They've got to be so pumped up. Party weekend. Oh yes, in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, one of the one of one of. I mean, that's probably the destination. Ninety nine percent of the NBA loves to go to when they have a uh, uh, a road game is probably Utah. You're talking sun, you're talking beaches, you're talking supermodels. Salt Lake City, Utah. Doesn't get better than that. <laughs> All right. So great food. 
I do like the way that the NBA has done the all-star game with that. What do they call it? What's the ending called? Oh, the Elam ending. Elam ending where they say, okay, um, uh, clock stops now. Mm-hmm. Uh, first team need 12. Or for, no, 12 points above the, the winning team's number or whatever it is. First team to get to that. If it's 120 to 118, then it's 144. First team to 144. I love 134. I love that. That's fun. Because mm-hmm. uh, it always ends. The game ends on a made basket. That, yeah. that is enjoyable, right? The game ends on a made basket. Yeah. It makes everybody love it. It's, it's exciting for everyone. Um that being said, the dunk competitions got kind of lame, and then it had a little bit of a, a kickback with the um, Zach Levine and uh, what's Gordon's first name? Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon? Yeah, Aaron Gordon. That's right. When Aaron Gordon and uh, Zach Levine had their couple years. Am I wrong yeah. about this? No, you're right. It sucked, and then those two came, and it was really impressive, and it's kind of starting to fall back down again. What, who's in the dunk competition this year? Pulling that up now. <clears throat> Should have already had it ready to go. But in the dunk contest, you have – I just had it up earlier today, as a matter of fact. Uh, Mac, I know you have Mac McClung, who I think is in the G League right now. Wow, I so think. you don't even have to be in the NBA. I suppose not. Mac McClung was a – he was like a Zion Williamson level uh, YouTube superstar in high school because he's this white kid that doesn't look very big. I remember and he's, that. He's yeah. a, he jumps out of the gym and he can he can really dunk, um, but not a not necessarily a household name um, right now. Uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. Okay, you have. I still haven't found it. Those were just off the top of my head. Wow, that's pretty good. Um, so uh, after that, you've got uh, Trey Murphy the third. That's right. Everybody knows him. Jericho Sims from New York, probably the most well-known player. Uh, and after that, my friend, that's it. There are four participants in the NBA dunk contest. That's right. That might be the smartest thing they've done. Shorten this thing. Well, I think that that's how it was the last couple of years, wasn't it? Four, is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think okay. so. All right. So uh, out of those four, Kenyon Martin Jr., Mac McClung, Trey Murphy the third, and Jericho Sims, who do you got? I'm going – you know what? We're going to be talking about his dad in a little bit. I'm going – Kenyon Martin Jr. All right, I'm going Mac McClung. All right. Uh, the the judges are Jamal Crawford, Lisa Leslie, Carl Malone, Harold Miner, two-time dunk competition winner, and the greatest, uh, one of the greatest dunkers, one of the top five dunkers of all time. He's been the the, the judge for the dunk contest for as long as I can remember, Mr. Dominique Wilkins. Human highlight film. Okay, so, so after that, uh, we've each picked our, our our thoughts on that. Let's go to the my favorite. Should we do? Let's go to my favorite, and let's do the three point competition. My phone is. Oh, you struggling? You struggling down here on it, huh? Yeah, that's all right. That's all right because I've got uh, 
Uh, this just talks to what are we looking for? The the starry three point competition. Three point yeah. Here you go. So you've got Tyrese Halliburton mm -hmm. from the Pacers, Tyler Hero from the Heat, uh, previous winner Buddy Heald from the Pacers. I believe he won one, didn't he? Or at least he was in the finals. Kevin Huster from the Sacramento Kings. Dame Lillard for the Trailblazers. Lori Markinen, who I believe has been in the finals at least uh, for the Jazz. And Fernie Simmons and Jason Tatum. These are the ones that crack me up. Like, like these, some of these guys like Dame Lillard, Jason Tatum that are just all around unbelievable scorers. They're like, I'm not doing the dunk competition, but yeah, I'll go chuck up some threes. I mean, they, that's what the game is, is now. I think this is Dame's like third or fourth time. I think so. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but you know what? There are three or four of these guys that you're like this. I'm, I can't wait to see those guys shoot against each other. Yeah. I love watching Dame Lillard shoot. The, the problem is I don't think he's going to do good in a three point competition because that's not the way he shoots threes. Yeah. It's usually. So he uh, steps step to the side yeah. from 48 feet away. Oh, yeah, from 48 feet away. Exactly. Oh, and he steps into or or from uh yeah, 48 feet away as he's just walking, stepping into a three from 40 feet. Like yeah. a lot of crazy stuff like that. But that's why I don't think he's gonna be very good in this. It's not natural for him to just take an ordinary three. I think he's done okay at least one one or two years. Um I saw a little bit of a high, like a three second highlight from one of his past contests and he has a, a fairly, I mean, he changed kind of changes his, his shot a little bit. Cause he doesn't get the same elevation, which is kind of smart. If you can get yourself to do that and have the same shot without like really jumping. Yeah. That's a better shot for the three point contest. Sure. You're not wasting as much energy. Right. And that's um, what you see at the end of the, these competitions a lot is when the guy's getting wasted. Some guy like Buddy Heald, who's got massive hops on his three. And by the time his last, his last rack gets there, he's hitting the front of the rim on everyone. Yeah. So who do you like in this? Um, you know, I think out of, uh, out of all these guys, I'm going with Lori Markman. I love the big guy. When he was with the Bulls, loved him. I don't. This is just a love pick. That's all this is. Just because I like Lori Markkinen. I'm going. Uh, I'm taking Buddy Healed. Nice. That's a good. That's a really good choice. That's a really good choice. Taking Buddy Healed because he's one of the best shooters in the league. All right. So last but not least, Adam. Uh, what is probably better than the dunk competition and sometimes it's starting to get better than, um, than uh, the three point contest in some cases, when you get people that want to be there, I don't, I still don't understand the skills competition when they do this key skills challenge and they got guys out there loafing it. Why did you even get in this? Like, I don't understand that they hot dog it. The skills competition is a get it and get after it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so many, like, they've done bigs versus smalls. And I remember, I remember uh, uh, Carl Anthony Towns won one. They've got a lot of them. So there's, uh, there's three teams, three teams in this. You've got Team Antetokounmpo, which is Giannis, Thanasis, uh, I guess is his name, and Alex Antetokounmpo. Uh, two, so I guess he plays with his brother in Milwaukee. And then the Wisconsin Herd is where – 
Alex Antetokounmpo is. And then you've got Team Jazz, which is Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, and Colin Sexton, which last year was this comp- this competition was won by Team Cleveland last year oh, with yeah. Garland and uh, I can't remember who else, but I really like that Garland kid. Yeah. And then you have Team Rookies, Paolo Benchero, Paolo, Paolo Benchero, sorry, uh, Jaden Ivey and Jabari Smith Jr. I'll tell you right now, I'm going with the rookies. When you put, well, I, I feel like the rookies, they want to get at it. It's like, okay, this actually means a little something to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you got Team Jazz. They work together. They're together all the time. That's what one last year was was Team Cleveland. I think that's what I'm going with. What do you think? You're going with Team Jazz. I'm going with Team Rookies. Team Rookies. <laughs> uh, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Team Jazz. Then you like that one? I, I like the I like the teammate aspect of it. Yeah, I do. All right, that sounds good, man. That's uh. That's pretty much everything. Is there anybody in the celebrity game that you're looking forward to see? Do you watch the celebrity game at all? I I, I kind of like to watch the, the celebrity game if there's anybody I'm interested in, which most of yours, I, I don't even know who most of the people are. So we've got uh, – let's see who we've got in here this year. Yeah. We've got um, – okay, two-time MV, NBA MVP, uh, Captain Giannis and his brother Thanos and Alex. Uh, they're Okay, these are coaches. All right. Team Dwayne. Uh, sorry. All right, here we go. 21 Savage. Uh, uh, you've got Janelle Monet, who's an actress. You've got um, recording artist Corday. Actor Simu Liu. Sinequa Walls. Everett Osborne. Uh, the Latin global music icon, Nikki Jam. Uh, the, and... Reggaeton artist Ozuna, Seahawks receiver DK Metcalf. I'm up for that big time. I'd like to see that dude jump up and dunk one. Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson might even be better than that. Listen to this. This might be my favorite one out of all of them. I think I know you're going to say. I can't wait to see big, chubby Albert (laughs) Pujols getting up and down the court. I want to know if Albert can play basketball. I'm super interested in that. I think it's going to be bad. And we all know Guillermo Rodriguez. He's done it a couple times. The guy from the Jimmy Kimmel show. Uh, tennis star Francis Tiafo, WWE star The Miz. That guy's a joke. Uh, Brazilian TV host Marco Mian. Uh, and then content creator Jesser will make their first celebrity game appear. Dude's name is just Jesser. Oh, my gosh. Team Ryan, uh, Ryan Smith. That's Utah Jazz governor and honorary captain. Kane Brown, the I do know who Kane Brown is. Uh, light skin country singer, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, oh, we already said Corday. Diamond DeShields, who's in WNBA. Um, said Margaret Mian, Everett Osborne. Said, said a lot of those guys. Dwayne Wade's team. So I, a lot of these guys have already said Hassan Minaj is going to be in this. Oh, there you go. Really? Yeah. Hassan Minaj will be, that? he'll be on team Dwayne. Um, he's with DK Metcalf. Janelle Monet is going to be on there. Uh, Arke, Arik. I don't know who Arik, 
Ogunabawale. Ogunabawale. Yes. Yeah. Like good that. for you. Good job. Ranveer Singh, Francis Tiafo, and Alex Toussaint. Who? Alex Toussaint is a Peloton coach. He's <laughs> a Peloton coach. I'm so embarrassed by what has happened. <laughs> Can we just go back to I know who five of these people I think are. I might know five, maybe. <laughs> and three of them are athletes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we we need to go back and make the celebrity all-star game? Just go back to MTV's uh what was that called? Jam fit? No, it was stay in school jam or something like something that. Something like that. When they would do theirs and and they had like a 15 pointer and yeah. and 10 pointers and five pointers and all kinds of stuff you like had that. Jaleel White and Will Smith playing in it. Yeah. Chris Weber played in it a few years. Love that. That yeah. was awesome. They need to just make it back to those kind of rules because it was nothing but good celebrities and good NBA players in it. Now Jesser's in it. Yeah. And we all know Jesser, the content creator. That's what huh. he is. He's a content creator. All right. I'm excited about Hassan Minaj, and I'm excited about Albert Pujols. 100%. Yep. I'm in with that. I think Calvin Johnson is going to be really good. Oh, I think Calvin Johnson will be amazing. I think DK Metcalf is going to be really yeah. good. D-make, DK Metcalf might have 37 rebounds in this. I hope he tries to box somebody out and, like, throws them into, like, the 18th row. He's going to box out a little tiny actress or something. Oh, my God. That dude is so jacked. <laughs> I want to know what he looks like compared to regular people. Like, you always see him on the field. I want to see him out there with, with, with a jersey on, just standing next to a regular person like Jesser, the content creator. <laughs> I don't know what that per- – I don't know what that – we're creating Male, content, man, woman. We're whatever. creating content as we speak right now. We should be in this. Is Jesser male, female, neither, both? Um, you know, might be a spoon. I don't know. Probably identifies as a spoon. probably identifies as a spoon. All right. On that note, uh, is there anything else in the NBA that you want to go over? Anything you got? I think we covered it this week. All right, Adam. That brings us to the last segment of the night. Uh, this is going to go to the Mount Rushmore that you have created for us to do. And that is the Mount Rushmore of UC university of Cincinnati basketball players. I said last week, I don't know how I want to do this. I want to do it. Just my favorite UC basketball players. Um, and being not a UC fan in any shape of the imagination. Um, but I'm, I think I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to go. I'm going to go greats. I'm going to throw one, maybe two, just guys that I loved, even though I wasn't a UC fan. Just like people that I think of now, and I'm like, hey, you know what? He wasn't bad as, UC, as a guy at UC. Uh, so I'll let you start off. My first question to you is: Was Art Long on your list? Art Long was very close, uh, but in. Uh, in place of Art Long, when he punched the I, horse, I is horse. that what took it? You put a horse off, nicely done. I was going to say, did him punching the horse is that what knocked him off of it? Yeah. Who punches a horse? And Yancey Gates, Yancey Gates punched a horse. Too. <laughs> Yancey Gates punched the horse too. Yeah, Kenny Freeze. <laughs> you ain't kidding there, buddy. Um, so neither of those guys are on my list. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me start with Kenyon Martin. I feel like that's the easiest one. Okay. Um. He's probably you. He he might be a guy that you couldn't stand because he was really, really good. He was really good, but 
I, I that was not a guy that I couldn't stand. I was never okay, a guy that got on my nerves. I'll be honest with you. There's not a lot of guys that you see that like irritated me. Good. Good. Because I just feel like my whole life, we've beat them so many more times than we've lost that, you know, a loss here and there. Nobody's really stood out in any of that. In those early 90s, though, I mean, X beat them a few times. They were number one in the country. X beat them twice. They were consistently a really good team. And X was still kind of a mid-major at that point, right? Absolutely. A thousand percent. Yeah. So, Kenyon Martin, for sure. And look, he played when we were in high school. I mean, that was like our prime, like, yeah. and he was maybe the best player in the country his senior year. Um, I remember being a kid uh, in my room and I had a little black and white TV. Um, I must have been in, I don't know, seventh, eighth grade, maybe freshman. It had to be, no, it was at my old house. So it had to be somewhere up to my freshman year. Okay. But I had a little black and white TV. It was like a, a six inch, maybe four inch TV mm-hmm. and you get a few channels. I've talked about this before. I used to watch ECW on it all the time, but it also was an AM FM radio. That's right. So I could switch it over, you know, UF, UHF, VHF, AM FM, right? I had it all, dude. This thing was, this was the camping man's dream to do anything. But I used to, I, I remember listening to a UC basketball game late at night and Kenyon Martin was in, he was a freshman. And he blocked three shots in a row. Mm-hmm. And the guy on there is like, I don't know if this guy's kid is ever going to be the offensive player that they want him to be, but he is already the defensive player that they need him to be. And that, like, I remember that being said as a freshman early on in his career. And he turned into probably the greatest UC basketball player of all time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to move on to if there's a type of basketball player I love more than any, it's probably a left-handed point guard, a good left-handed point guard. I just love watching left-handed players play, especially when they're good and they have that like unorthodox look and they just look, you know, like Manu was like that. Yep. Just look different. And they're, they, they always seem like those guys seem crafty. I believe, I I believe you're going to, if I'm not mistaken, also maybe one of the ugliest UC basketball players to ever live either as well. We'll have to we'll have to bring back the ugliest uh, ugliest man uh, tournament the ugliest tournament that we did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Nick Van Exel was not a pretty man. Uh, no, I suppose not. <laughs> Dude um, had some something was I don't know if he had a lazy eye. I got a lazy eye. I'm not a pretty man. Like it is what it is. Tell you what, that guy could shoot. He could he could play. He was a Gosh, he he, he was. Um, I, I, I liked Nick Van Exel. He was a lot of fun to watch. He was great in the NBA. I, I liked Nicky because of how great he was in the NBA. Yep. He was he was a I mean, he must I bet he played 12 years in the NBA. He was yeah. a, and he took a free his free throw. He would shoot his free throw from like a foot behind the line. Yeah. Yep. Uh I always thought that was weird. Yeah. Uh cool though. Like I yeah, I liked like, it. It yeah. was like a gimmick kind of thing, yeah. but it wasn't a gimmick to him. I think he just I'm was sure there was a reason shooting. for it. Trust yeah. me. I'm sure there's a reason. Uh, so Kenny Martin, Nick Van Exel, I want to go. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it Bobby Brennan? You know what? He didn't quite make my list. <laughs> uh, Bobby Brennan did not make my list, but uh, Steve Logan did. Whoa. Nice. Stevie Logan. Steve Logan was um, Kenyon Martin, Danny Fortin, and Steve Logan, I think were all yeah. one. National Player of the Year 
uh, awards yeah. of some kind. Um, There's like five of them. Yeah. So Steve Logan was from Cleveland. He's an Ohio guy. Um, great, great shooter. He was such, I remember like seeing the game. As a matter of fact, I remember watching a couple games on my break at Walgreens. Yeah. And he, uh, seeing him and, and hearing like he's getting like serious national recognition during these, you know, as like, last a, couple as years. like a five foot seven, he's five, eight point guard, very short guy. Yep. But he could play and he could fill it up. He could fill it up. Loved him because uh, it reminded me a lot of Drew Lavender with the shorts that went all the way down to the end. That's my kind of that's my kind of basketball shorts. That was those that era was something yes, else. It was yes, it was fourth. I haven't marked a fourth. Okay, right? so let's run through them. Let's because you're going with you're you're going with you got a pretty good little group there. You've got Mel Levitt, right? A lot of people put Mel Levitt the helicopter on there. Everybody loved Melvin Levitt. He's so exciting. Yes, uh, but Corey Blunt. Corey Blunt had a really good career, you see. He did. Uh, Danny Fortson became – I loved him in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Danny Fortson and um, uh, Brian Grant reminded me so much of the same type of player. Not in college, but when they got to the NBA. In college, Danny Fortson just had the biggest behind and could move anyone and get a 1,000 rebounds and do whatever he wanted. And where Brian Grant was a slim, skinny guy, uh, and just you know put on muscle, and then when he got to the NBA, got a little thicker and became a, became a lot. He just, or maybe it was the dreads that they both had in the NBA. Let me ask you this: uh, comparison, Danny Fortson and David West. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely. They 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 were smart. David West, you could watch as soon as the shot would go up, he would run to which side of the back. He he didn't just box out the closest guy to him. He would go to the other side of the basket mm-hmm. because you know he, he he would play numbers and he'd get so many rebounds just because he's the only guy there. He didn't box out the man that was next to him. He just went over there and got the ball. So smart and and could yes yes I I like that. That's a really good comparison. Okay. Uh, besides that, Oscar I mean, Robertson, Oscar, yeah. obviously Oscar. Yeah. Um, Is there anybody else? Uh, big time. A guy similar to Melvin Levitt that was exciting to watch, James White. James White was, yeah, that, but he was a, that was, he was like a pure gimmick though. It was jump and he jumped and that's what he did was jump. And when he jumped, he jumped. <laughs> I mean, the dude could jump out of a gym, but, and I get, you know what? He, he ended up with a decent three point shot. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I shouldn't say that it wasn't gimmicky. He was, he became player. a good player. He was a good player. Uh, what about um, who was the guy there just talking about putting his name from from just a couple years ago? Uh, I mean, he was the only bright spot on a UC team for for three or four years. Obviously, he wasn't that good. See, we're going Cumberland? right back. Yeah, maybe it was Jared Cummel. Yeah, maybe that was it. I can't remember. Uh, no, Kilpatrick. Kilpatrick. That's who I'm thinking of. Not yeah, SK. Yeah, SK is who I'm thinking he had a of. Great, he had a great year. Yeah, or a great career there. Career. Um, a guy that kind of is a similar. So um, you mentioned him. Was it on the podcast or before? We, oh, it was no, before it was we on the podcast. Herb Jones, my all time favorite. Yeah, Herb right. Jones is on mine. I'm putting him on there. I don't care what you say. Herb Jones is on my list. I'll tell you. OK, so two guys that that are sort of similar to at least the um, the shot block, like three of the best shot blockers ever were Kenyon Martin, Jason Maxiel. 
and oh. Eric Hicks. Jason Maxiel. And and honestly, none of them were over six six. Right. Yeah. For th- that's that's what makes the what made them so exciting to watch was because they weren't real tall, long guys. They weren't they were big just, men, but right. they were big men. They were your Dennis Rodman type big man, your Charles Barkley type big man. You know what I mean? Jason Maxiel looked like he was six ten mm-hmm. when he was out there playing. But he was like six seven, six six. Like it's unbelievable. Really long wingspan. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so those Jason guys are Maxiel, on my list too. That's a good one. Um, I I think I'm gonna go for my fourth guy. I think I'm gonna go Danny Fortson. No Oscar. You're not putting I, Oscar on there. No, I mean, I, here's here's the is thing. Is it because you never got to see him play? Partly, partially because I never got to see him play, and also because they won two. UC won two national championships the year after Oscar left. And that's a weird thing. Obviously, he's one of the greatest players to ever play basketball at any level, yeah. including the NBA. It's just so weird to think about that. That sure. they won two after, after he left. He left. Yeah, yeah I, that I'm okay. I'm with you on that. All right. So I'll go. Uh I'm I'm I gotta say the Kenyon Martin um and Nick Van Exel. I'm with you on that. Um, obviously, I'm putting Herb Jones on. Herb Jones is my guy. You didn't say anything about Lizelle Durton, the gunslinger. So if there was one person I hated from UC, it was the gunslinger. Papa, what is stupid? Get you, get out of here. Lizelle Durton or Burton or whatever his name was. I did not like that guy. Not even a little bit. Uh, but to really sit down and think about who the fourth one would be, um, I didn't even think about Jason Maxiel and that threw him and Steve Logan both kind of threw a little, uh, you threw one at me there. Um, it's really sucks that you can't, we can't think of anybody new outside of maybe Sean Kilpatrick. And Jared Cumberland was good, but is he one of the one of the greats? Like Gary Clark was like an all time fan favorite oh, there. They loved him. Yeah. And he was he had a, a good year of being a three and D kind of player in the NBA. They yeah. won maybe two. I don't know how long he was there. Um, Gary Clark was fun. Oh, this was see, I'm glad we didn't do this for Xavier because I could just sit here and just start talking about people, but it's totally different. Like people at UC would probably be like, Who is that guy? And I would do the same thing for Xavier guys or for UC guys. So to put this away, I'm, I think I'm going Danny Fortson. Danny Fortson was the most unstoppable force for one of the most unstoppable teams. That first time that we beat them when they were ranked number one and Danny Fortson was there, that was, he was unstoppable. Danny Fortson was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great, great college player. Yeah, there it is. Mount Rushmore of, University of Cincinnati basketball players. Well done. I like it. I like it. That was, that was done. Yeah, that was that was pretty good, man. Uh, I didn't watch the comedy segment, so we won't get into the comedy. So we have that to redo again. Um, who who did who were we supposed to do? I didn't. Did I didn't even? Veer Doss. That's right. Veer Doss. Veer Doss Landing. And that was on Netflix um, from late last year, early this year, uh, which means that we just have to come up with a. Mount Rushmore for next year or next year for next month for next week. Whenever we do this podcast again, let's go, you know, 
you know, thinking hard about this. And I think I'm going to go with, let's stay on the sports side of things. Mm-hmm. I think I want to stay on the sports side of things. Okay. And I want to go. Okay. Let's stick with what you just did. College basketball team. Greatest of all time. But let's go to one of the greatest college basketball teams of all time. And let's go greatest UCLA Bruins of all time. That was the one in here. Is it what you're thinking? Nice. Yes. Uh, Let's go greatest UCLA Bruins of all time. I love that. I, I sort of claim, you know, before the current coach got there, I was a UCLA fan. I feel, (laughs) (laughs) um, no, I, I like – I really like their point guard. It seems like he's been there for 100 years. Yeah, the long, the big Campbell. hair guy he's got. They got – yeah. he's, been, he's been there. Mick's been there for at least six years, and that kid's been there ever since he's been there. It seems like it. Yeah. And uh, I know they get the COVID year, an extra COVID year and all this, but come on now. Let's check yeah. a birth certificate. <laughs> anyway, um, but I love, love, love John Wooden and his whole era there. Uh, and I love those teams in the 90s with the O'Bannon yes. brothers and Tyus yes. and yes. those guys. And then you had Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook, and we will get into all Dude, that. Dude, there's a ton. Reggie Miller. We could just do it right now. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the O'Bannon brothers, and what was uh, Dalla? What was his name? Uh, the oh, point yeah. guard. Dollar, yeah. Ty, uh, not Ty, not Ty um, Dollar Sign. <laughs> it's not Ty Dollar no, Sign. I'm thinking, I was thinking his name of Tyus Edney. And- wasn't his last name Dollar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the point yeah. guard, light skin guy. Yeah, point yeah. guard with with Oban- with Ed O'Bannon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I can't remember. I love that team. That team, yeah. dude. I loved that team. I want to go back and see who all was on that team now. I know. That was a great team. Yep. Mm. Uh, this could be good. This is this, there's a there's a list here, bud. There's a list, and we're neutral. Yeah. Right. right. Neutral. So. And I, you know, the bad thing is, is like guy like Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook aren't going to be on mine. Love might because I remember Love being there. He was a one and done guy, and he was phenomenal. But I don't, I don't, I don't remember much about him outside of seeing him in the uh, in the McDonald's All American game beforehand and in a little bit there. But Russell Westbrook, I couldn't even tell you that he went to UCLA until like five years into his NBA career when I heard he went to UCLA. Yeah. No idea. Lonzo Ball will be on yours, right? <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you the truth, man. Say what you want. That kid was a really good college basketball player. Yeah, he was good. The most unorthodox shot outside of uh, Bill Cartwright's free throw, maybe. <laughs> yeah, or but, his shot, period. Yeah, yeah. but – but uh yeah, I mean Lonzo, he's done a lot with his game. He's changed his shot. It looks a lot better. He's a, he's turned himself into a, not a joke. What that his dad turned dad made him, and his brother is better. Oh yeah, for sure, way better. Yeah, he is. So it's it's almost like I liked Lonzo Ball coming into the NBA because he was a great passer, and I love all great passers. And then the dad, but his well, I, yeah, I can't couldn't stand him, but his bro, Lamelo Ball is twice the passer Lonzo is twice the passer and, and a, better a much shooter. better score better yeah. score all yeah. around yeah. he gets to the basket so well and yeah without a doubt and then what's the other guy's name what's the other one's name that was Leangelo Leangelo yeah oh boy oh boy didn't didn't pan out what do you get busted for stealing something somewhere too mm-hmm. yep <clears throat> anyway uh all right that sounds good UCLA I like it all right let's do it um 
there you go. So I guess until next time, don't forget to turn your headlights on.